Hello and welcome to Washington Live. I'm your host, uh, Todd Patterson. We are powered by KCTC. I, I forget that every time, Nick. You've uh, been doing better. I've recently. been doing better. At least I've been getting it in. Yeah. Uh, Nick Steffens, as always, is our producer and our publisher is Matt Bryant. I'm thrilled to uh, be joined today in the studio by uh, Diane Renner. Uh, we've just been chatting off uh, camera a little bit. It's a very fascinating story, and I look forward to talking to you. Uh, a, a little bit about your work. Diane is the, um, so let me get your title right here. Uh, you're the youth coordinator, youth outreach educator for the Iowa State University Extension and Outreach uh, Washington County. Mm -hmm. She's got a lot of experience as a teacher in the past, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about your mindfulness families program that you're, you're taking up. So we'll, we'll, we'll chat with her about that a little bit later. Uh, should we do weather? Yeah. I mean, it's Cold. February in Iowa. Mm -hmm. I had actually, to air my tires this morning and I was cranky. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, it's quite mild. It's been an easy winter and I should not have true. Them, uh, but uh, right now it's 16 degrees, feels like four and partly cloudy. Yeah. Uh, when Jay goes on spring break, we're going to go up to Minneapolis to see some friends and it's the opposite of spring break weather. It's supposed to be like 30 degrees <laughs> still. And so, not the best spring break trip, but. I have. Uh, in 2010, I, I went down to the Orange Bowl. Oh, yeah. Iowa played Georgia Tech in the mm -hmm. Orange Bowl. And I took um, all uh, Hawaiian shirts and shorts. And it ended up being the coldest Orange Bowl on record. It was 30 what? degrees. And they kept showing captions uh, on the <laughs> scoreboard that said it's colder in Miami. It was in my, I should say it was in Miami. Uh, it's colder in Miami than it was in Cedar Rapids. At the time, so, <laughs> Well, wasn't that January? Is that January 1st? Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was right around there. Yeah. But still, it's yeah. Miami. I, <laughs> I ran in. I ran in from the airport parking lot into the terminal. Yeah, and because I'm like, I'm not wearing jeans and all this heavy stuff and taking it on the plane. Mm -hmm. But I ended up having to buy stuff while I was down there. <laughs> so, um, let's do uh, a quick police report. Um, there's there's one that's kind of interesting, and then one I wanted to share more broadly. Uh, caller reports an unknown white male subject who is possibly intoxicated walked into a restaurant. A residence. He's wearing a black sweatshirt and jeans, and he has one brown dress shoe and one sandal on. Well, let you said that happened. We Haven't we all had those days? We've I suppose. Days. But also, do you remember the um, movie "The Man with One Red Shoe" with I've Tom Hanks? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Where he he doesn't have the right shoes in the morning, so he puts one red shoe on, and he walks through an airport and ends up picking up a tail by the CIA because they <laughs> think he's some sort of spy because he did that. <laughs> they tail him all over the place. <clears throat> so maybe he's a spy. But this is this is what we really want to show. So, uh, I live in Timber Ridge, as you know. We've got uh, a little prowler who's been on the loose here. So I don't know. Are you He's showing got, the uh, video yeah, right just, now? Just show it, it again. If anybody knows this gentleman, uh, we would like to catch him, apprehend him. He's been trying to break into homes. Oh, let me see if I can rewind and get a good look of his. All over in our neighborhood. Try to get a good look at his face. And. Yeah, I would also oh, say to him. Where's the shoes? No, yeah, we can't get a good look yeah. at him. Well, we've got some other videos yeah. uh, of him in the street as well. But I would encourage him not to come back and maybe not to come back to any place in Washington. Well, that's like the worst neighborhood to try and go not, and drop people. Not a great one. No. Yeah, <laughs> now, especially now. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're all on alert. So if anybody has any information about that, please contact the police department. We'd be very interested in finding out more about that particular event. So um, 
Why don't we go ahead and take a, a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with our guest, Diane Renner. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Sea monsters eat fish and ships. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your host, Todd Patterson. Um, before we left for break, I neglected to talk about local events. So I will share. We have one uh, event tomorrow that we wanted to share with you. Actually, I want to share two events. Uh, the Art of the Apron is at the Washington Public Library from 10 a.m. to noon. You can join Tammy Finley for some apron history, trivia, and more. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow night, there's the Washington Keokuk Cattlemen's and Corn Growers and Soybeans Friends event. Yes, it's called uh, Field and Friends. Field and Friends, which uh, I think looks, uh, my band is playing there. So Aces and Eights. Yes. I'm the drummer. Yes. Uh, we'll be starting there at 9, but I think there's stuff happening all day. Are you going? I am going. I am going. It uh, starts in the evening with um, a little bit of a social hour at 5 uh-huh. with a meal at 6. And then I think you guys are playing at 9? Nine? 9, yeah. I think 9. Yes, it's going to be a full house. I do believe they yeah. have. So they still, do you buy tickets? Anybody can go kind of thing? Or You buy tickets. I'm not sure if there's still tickets available. Okay. Um, that would be, um, you can contact a Washington County cattleman. Okay. Or uh, Washington Keokuk County uh, corn and soybean grower, and see if there's still tickets available. Okay, well there you go. I'm looking forward to it. I yes. always like to play. I, it'll be interesting to see if there's too much time between the dinner and when we start playing. Well, there's going to be some auctions. There's a whole bunch of stuff oh, yes. in between. There okay, auction, there's it. some silent auctions, and then they're auctioning off some desserts, which I'm excited. Yeah, for. I'm definitely going to be putting in some bids. <laughs> oh, absolutely. On those. 
So uh, I'm thrilled uh, to be joined in the uh, studio by Diane Rinner, who, as I mentioned, is the youth outreach uh, educator for the Iowa State University Extension and Outreach Washington County. So, Diane, thank you for being here. Thank you for having and me. Thank you for being able to share uh, about the, what was it called, the Friends and uh, Field and Friends, Field and Friends mm-hmm. event tomorrow. So um, we were chatting a little bit uh, before this started. Uh, you and I actually have kind of similar non-rural background. So Absolutely, you yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you came from. and Sure, sure. Um, so I was born and raised in uh, Davenport, Iowa, and um, I graduated from Davenport North um, several years ago. <laughs> <laughs> if I say the year, then that will date me. So um, it's been a few years. And so um, I went to college at William Penn University in Oskaloosa, and I... Uh, Moved here to Washington, oh, about 2001, and got a job at Stewart Elementary and worked there for seven years. And during that time, I met my husband, who's a farmer, and so um, now I'm a farm wife as well. <laughs> and so that was a challenge and a difference. And you're a turkey, turkey farmer? Yes, yes. My husband and I raised turkeys just right outside of Washington here. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and so, so tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. Okay. So after teaching in the classroom for 18 years, and we had purchased the farm four years ago, a job came open at the extension office here in the in Washington County, and it was a youth outreach educator, and that job is was mainly to, and it still is, to go into area classrooms and learn a little, or teach students about uh-huh. agriculture and where their food, fuel, and fiber come from. Okay. And so currently, I'm in 60 classrooms every month, and I see over 1,000 students a month. So I, I, I was, I'm interested. What does your day look like doing that? So well, it can be, it can vary. Um, days that I'm at, say, Waco Elementary School, I'm in all different classrooms, pre-K through sixth grade. And I do different lessons based upon the subject that we're talking about okay. for that month. So this month had been pork. Okay. Um, next month will be corn. And okay. so we just do lessons about that. But say I'm in the classroom at Stewart and I'm doing all of kindergarten. It's the same exact lesson. And I teach it five times. I'd actually be interested in some of that. I So so uh, obviously some of these uh, kids are, are going to go into farming or agriculture and but is it is it important to teach kids that aren't going into those careers yes. that stuff too? I mean, well, it's very important for kids to know where their food comes from. They don't know where their food, fuel, and fiber come from. The average elementary age student is three generations removed from the farm, so right. they haven't been on the farm for three generations, or most of the time, nor their parents or their grandparents. So they have no idea where their food comes from. Um, and so what I do is I go in and teach them just to, for them to know that their food just doesn't come from the grocery store. It starts at the, at the farmer and rancher level. Yeah, and, and what is the importance of them knowing that? So well, I, they need to know because it helps them understand what goes into making their food. What are some of the ingredients in their food? Um, this month we've been working on pork, and it's uh-huh. very funny for kids to find out that um, parts of a pig are in different items that they use daily. Yeah. Um, makeup, um, jello, marshmallows, crayons, school glue. So it's just very fun for them to know that parts of a pig are one of the ingredients in those items. So so 
for you, somebody com- coming from a non-rural area, how did you sort of pick all this up? I mean, how do you know all this stuff? Learning, a lot of learning, um, listening to my husband and his friends talk. Um, and I will admit, when I first moved um, here to the area, um, because Davenport, yes, we live in Iowa, but Davenport's this big city. We don't have um, cornfields just right outside my front door like I do now. And <laughs> so it was a big it was a culture shock, but a good culture shock because it's been very fun over the last 20 years learning about agriculture. Yeah, actually, I have a similar background, too. And, and the difference is you've learned, and I still am <laughs> kind of struggling with it. Do you, do you uh, write the curriculum, or how do you get the Which is a wonderful, I do not, um, which is fantastic. What we have here in Iowa is what is called Iowa Ag Literacy Foundation that was started, um, or it was created in 2012. And so they gather all these lessons up that all other area coordinators or Ag in the Classroom coordinators can gather those lessons from. And those lessons are tied to Iowa Core. So it's perfect that we're able to go into classrooms and teach lessons and have teachers, classroom teachers, be able to use some of those lessons yeah. and what I teach for um, and, report cards. And does it does it tie back to the importance of agriculture within the Iowa economy and our general culture? Yes, uh, it does. And that's where I put sometimes my little twist and spin on it, is I always make sure that we I tie or Iowa to every single lesson, whether it is um, jobs, yeah. Um, because when I t- teach fifth and sixth grade, we really focus on the different jobs that you could have in agriculture that are not farmers and ranchers. Right, that a lot of people probably don't know about, right? Right, right. But, yeah. and so that's what I concentrate on fifth and sixth graders. And then um, uh, the lower grades, I just always make sure that they know a fact, like you know where we are in, uh, or how many pigs are in Washington County, um, or that we are the number one, Washington County is the number one for pork production or that Iowa raises more corn than any other state. Those kinds of things is what I make sure that they. And things to be very proud of. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you have a um, mindful families program that's going to be kicking off in April. Yes. Actually, it's, we've been running it in January. We're taking a month off for March and then we're going to do it again in April. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me a little bit about that program. Who's it aimed at? What are the goals of it? When does it occur? Absolutely. So this is a program that's designed by Iowa 4-H. And um, this Healthy Living program is going to be held on Monday evenings in the month of April at the Extension Office. And it is a four-session, excuse me, a four-session series that includes practical, mindful strategies for adults and youth. And we are gearing it towards youth fourth through eighth grade, and the, uh, to work together with their families on how to manage stress stress and the difficult emotions that come about as being a preteen and a teenager. And so these lessons are to help improve the overall well-being and relationships and performance in daily activities. And so we're hoping that kids and families can learn the mindfulness and be able to incorporate it in their family life. So... Um um, we used to do a lot of mindfulness. I, I worked at the University of Iowa for 20 years, and there was a lot of mindfulness stuff there that, you know, yoga, yep. exercise. Yep. I mean, are those are the kind of strategies yes. that you're thinking about. Yes. Uh, and Guided imagery, um, 
positive um, affirmations. Uh, we have um, gratitude jars. Just we have a swear jar. <laughs> Well, and this is the opposite, so this is just, um, you know, trying to come up with one thing that I was grateful for the week and put it in the jar, and then maybe at the end of the year, I mean, this is one way you could use the gratitude jar, and then at the end of the year, you can look at all the different wonderful things that have happened throughout the year. Um, another way you can use a gratitude jar is you can have different slips of paper in there. You can pull one out and say, oh, Okay, um, I need to thank a teacher this week. Which teacher am I going to thank this week? Or, oh, I'm going to write a letter to uh, a military uh, or service member that I know. Or um, thank the firefighters and the EMS. Yeah, you for know, sure. We did that last you know, week. Yeah, so those are some wonderful things with the gratitude jar that you can do. You could, you could, write, uh, you could write me a note for guest hosting. Seems like Nick mm -hmm. put it in my gratitude jar. Yeah, there you go. We'll put it on the counter. Yes, I mean, well, I think we need a, a studio gratitude <laughs> jar. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I have a bunch more questions uh, for you. Well, a bunch. That's a little hyperbolic. But I have a few more questions for you. But let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back uh, with Diane Rinner, talk more about the Mindful Families program that since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your host, Todd Patterson. I'm joined in, in studio by uh, Diane Renner and, of course, the one and only Nick Steffens. Um, before we left for break, we were talking about the Mindful Families um, program, which um, you are teaching, yes. facilitating. Yes. Um, uh, that, uh, you've already done once, it sounds yep. like, in January. We're actually ending on um, Monday night is our last class. Okay. And our county is actually piloting for the state. Got so you. they are looking to us at Iowa State University, Extension Outreach, figuring out, you know, 
what's good about this program and what do we need to change. Yeah. So pretty excited about that. Too. So uh, so how many participants did you have? Uh, we had uh, five families this okay, time. Great. So very excited to have, you know, for the first one, five families. Yeah, no, sure, for pilot stuff. And what, what would be your target? Um, 12 is our max. Okay. And so we just opened up registration yesterday for the April session. Okay. Um, we already have two families signed up okay. for that. So very and, excited. And so uh, uh, will they just Google Mindful Families, Washington um, County, can, or how do they, they do can go to uh, They can call into the office, okay. the Washington County Extension office, or they can go to our website. And that is there's a link on our website okay. for that. Fantastic. Or our Facebook page. Okay. A lot of ways to say A lot of ways, yeah. yes. I assume that's to the Iowa State University Extension Office, right? That's yes. the website. Okay. Yes, right. and the Washington County. Make sure you click Washington County and not another county. <laughs> or make sure you're Washington County, Iowa. Yeah. We've had a few phone calls in for Washington so County, Virginia. We had, there was a, I get um, notices on my um, uh, on my email every time Washington County Hospital is mentioned in oh. a news article or anything like that. Yes. Uh, and there was a Washington County. County Hospital that closed in Pennsylvania a few years ago. So I came in, and the first thing it said was Washington County Hospital plans closure, and I just about fell off my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I'm sure. Um, I just had two quick questions for sure. you, uh, I guess, uh, to keep us on time. One is, what's the importance of this age group that you're targeting, uh, this uh, fourth through eighth grade? Fourth through eighth grade. that we, um, The extension office has... Um, and Iowa State feels that that is the age group where we can make the most impact. Um, we wanted to get um, these tools in their hands younger so that when they start going through junior high, and it's, I mean, even when I was in junior high, it was rough. So when if you can have more tools in their hands before they get yeah. to the tough things in their lives. You couldn't. Pay me to go back through junior high. No, not junior high. No. High school is okay. Junior Later high, high school. Rough. Later high school is yes. better. Yes. Um, and then so one of the things you talk a little bit about that I'm interested in is this notion of being present as one strategy for right. sort of dealing with some of these stress uh, right. situations. What that means is, is when you are present right here, right now, you're not thinking about the negative things that are going through your mind. You are fo totally focused on what's going on, and you're not thinking about, oh, I said this, or, oh, do I look okay, or things that kids think about. Right, yeah, can perseverate about. Too, yes, yeah. or even, you know, oh my gosh, I've got so much pressure. I have got to do well. Our basketball team is in the in the <clears throat> districts tonight and, and, you know, and just being, yeah. you know, all of that. So if you can be present and not have all that yeah. negativity, it, yeah, it works I'm, well. I might actually try that. Oh, so I'm 23 and I still <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would like to be 23 and learning that. Um <laughs> So well, I. well, thank you. So we're going to, I'm going to have, uh, Nick does this thing where he does the national day mm -hmm. and uh, then we'll guess some birthdays. I assume you've seen that. I have seen that and I'll. <laughs> so you're up against probably one of the worst people for oh, okay. ages. Okay, all right. So you got a reasonable shot. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and as I'm looking at this, I don't know two of the three of them. So he does this to me every single time. Why can't I get, you know. Again, it's one of those, all the famous people that were born on this day just, they passed away. So, they these aren't famous people. Did, one of them is one of the one I know. I could argue you'll the other the last one, Deborah Joe Rupp. You'll know her face. Okay, when I put it on the screen, right. you'll know who it is. All right, so all right, the national day. Wow us with the national day, National Tartar Sauce Day, which oh. I assume has something to do since it's Lent. 
Oh, that's yeah. why oh, I that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my assumption. I tartar sauce is oh, I love one of the sauce. best things in the world. Mm-hmm. I am a fanatic about tartar sauce. What is tar- like what is tartar sauce? Mayonnaise and relish and probably vinegar. I don't know. Mixed in <laughs> together so you can dip your fish in it. Oh, so I mean, what I like to do is get like a fish stick, mm-hmm. put malt vinegar on it, and then dip it in tartar sauce, and that is. I think that's how the Canadians eat it, and I'm not Canadian. I don't <laughs> want to like think I'm Canadian or anything like that. Yeah. All right, so so we're gonna do famous birthdays for February 24th. Yes. And they, you, apparently, are not famous enough for you. Well, they haven't been lately. <laughs> oh I mean, goodness. of all the people. So so why don't you tell Diane how this works? Then we'll go yeah. ahead and do these three unfamous people. You might <laughs> so, as well get people outside walking around. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to post Lovedeer's birthday is today on the screen. You have to guess their age. If you're within three years, you get a point. If, you're within, if you get it right on, you get two points. Oh. First well, up. Look at that jacket. It is. It's a lot. It's a this, lot. This, man, this man is a lot. It's Floyd Mayweather Jr. Money Mayweather. Money Mayweather. So if that's if that's the nickname you go with, you're just a lot to begin with. Yeah. Um, um, I will take the first shot. Okay. okay and you then go you first. can have the next one. Okay. I'm going to say 42. I'm going to say 48. He is 46. So, Dan, you get a point to start. Well. Nothing. He's, he's not been that far out of fighting, though. I mean, That's what like, I was thinking, too. Didn't he, he fought within the last five years. I can't imagine you'd be 41 in, in a – I mean, what are you, George Foreman? <laughs> <laughs> the past, like, Do you know who he is? seven years has been him? He's a I've, boxer. Yes, I've heard of him. Right. Well, yeah. So now we get into – or that's the, all right. That's the yeah, I don't know that kid. That kid's young. Uh, this is Daniel Kaluuya, who has been in uh, Get Out, the new movie Nope, Jordan Peele, uh, Black Panther. Okay. Um, yep. Great. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. You got the first shot I'm gonna here. I'm going to say 32. 26. He is 34. So Todd, you're going down. Oh my gosh! I told you I'm terrible at this. <laughs> at least guessing. I don't have a bunch of these trophies at home. You know. Uh, last one we have is Deborah Jo oh, yeah. on the right from Seven That Seventies Show. Yeah, and yeah. I think she did an episode of Seinfeld back in the day. She She's was, done a lot of guests. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, yes. Kind of a character actor. Yeah, and uh, Friends. I think she also <laughs> was on that one as well. So. Uh. Seventy. I was going to say seventy-two. Well, Todd, you did not get blown out. She is seventy-two. So, Diane, you win four to one. You mean I did get blown out? Well, uh, uh, I meant. Uh, I think you skunked. have you know, oh. zero points. I don't know if it's a teacher thing <laughs> or a turkey farm thing, but I you got know. a knack for it. I'll tell you that. Well, and <laughs> thankfully, this wasn't a Davenport versus Bettendorf kind of thing. Absolutely. That could have gone ugly. That could have been very ugly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank my guest, Diane Renner, for being here today. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you. I look forward you. to playing for you guys. And yes. Nick, yeah. thanks for allowing me. Thanks for volunteering me to guest host <laughs> today. It's always uh, a pleasure. So yep. uh, uh, from all of us here at uh, the Journal Studio. Bad. I like the little twist. I like that. Uh, Washington Live. I'm your host, Todd Patterson. Have a great day.